Welcome to the True Hoopers Podcast. It's your boy CJ Gray, man. This is episode number 17. Thank you for downloading and listening to this. If you're listening on Spotify, please hit the follow button. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe. You can also comment and rate on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, thank you for listening, man. Just came out the movie theater. Watch Bad Boys for Life. Awesome movie, man. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Martin Lawrence did a fantastic job in that, man. He, he um, really, really impressed me, man. He's a comedic genius. His timing, on point, on point. I've never watched the full season of Martin. I'm about to go do that right now, man. I'm about to be all Martin out. I barely remember watching the first two Bad Boy movies. Definitely going to go back and watch those, man. To me, that's the one of the great things about being an artist, being a musician, uh, actor, or anything where your work is documented. If someone like me comes across your work and they really enjoy it and they want to get more of your content or more of your projects that you've done in the past, you can always go back and find it, man. Always go back and find it and enjoy it, man. Random tangent, but I hope that's kind of how you feel about this podcast, man. If you enjoy listening to this, man. Like I said, I hope you follow, subscribe, go check out the older uh, episodes, and continue to follow your boy, True Hoopers Podcast, man. Got a good one for you, man. I want to talk about how Zoe and a crop of young players are finally reaching their potential or showing signs of reaching their potential. I want to talk about booty grabbing. That was a big topic this week. Dame Dollar, he dropped 61 points the other night. Very impressive performance, man, on MLK Day. And I talked to my guy, Fafa. Fafa. Fafa, Fafa, Business student. Fourth year guard. From Laurentian. Chop it up with him on the phone, man. It's going to be a good episode, man. Again, thank you for downloading and listening. Oh, by the way, by the way, you can also go ahead and support the podcast by giving small monthly donations. There's options available to you if you really love the podcast and want to support the boy. I'm learning on the fly that this thing ain't cheap to do, man. So um, feel free to support and help get future episodes out there, man. You can do that by going, if you're listening on Spotify, you can go to the podcast description. There's a link there. Tap the link, hit support, do your thing. If listening on other platforms, uh, you just got to go to the podcast page. I'll give it to you right now. It's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash true hoopers. What is it? Slash support. Do that right there. Hit the support button. Support your boy. Help me help you. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's get it, man. Man, I just watched Dame Dollar. 
Holy shoot, man. Dame Dollar just dropped 61 on the Golden State Warriors. What a game. A good 20 of those points were clutch points, man, in the fourth quarter and in overtime. Every time Golden State thought they had the game, Dame just said, nah. Pulling up from the logo. 61 points, man. An amazing performance. I, I'm, I'm really happy I watched that game. I was not going to. Because the Golden State Warriors are trash this year. Trash. But um, I ended up watching it. I had to support my boy, D'Angelo Russell. He dropped 27, 8 and 9. Dang, man. He attempted 23-point shots. Made 11. Yo. Damian Lillard is going to go down as one of the most underrated superstars. Let me add to that. He will go down as the most underrated Hall of Famer of this generation. I have a feeling that Dame is not going to get a ring. He's going to be overlooked by other point guards in this conference, the Stephs, the Westbrooks. Although it is established now that Dame is better than Westbrook, but at the end of the day, he probably will be overlooked by those guys, the James Hardens, the Chris Pauls. He's just going to have an amazing career. We're going to overlook it until he's in the Hall of Fame. Like, damn. Look back at the stats like, damn. That boy was good, man. Dame Dollar, man. 61 points, man. Career high. And he rapping in the summertime, man. He be putting out some bangers, too, man. No lie. No lie. Some bangers. Some heat. Listening to Dame, like, every bar is just. Uh. I love the song, by the way. Run it up by Dame Dollar. Weezy. Triple B's, man. Sticking with ra uh, ball players turning into rappers, man. Zoe's been hooping lately, man. Really holding down the Pelicans. They've been having a few injury issues. Players going in and out of the lineup. Lonzo Ball's been steady for the last 10 games, man. Ain't going to run through the stats, but he's shooting the ball a whole lot better. Shooting it with confidence. Finding his teammates at a higher level right now. He's healthy. He's in shape. And he's showing off what he got right now. My point is, or the point I want to get at is, man, we were quick to call people a bust. Now, I'm not saying he's lived up to potential or lived up to the hype that he's garnered. But uh, he's showing the potential right now. He's showing that he's a quality starting point guard in the league. And he can make a difference out there. Right now, he's hooping. Pelicans are winning. Climbing in the standings. They're one of the seven teams that could possibly get the eighth seed in the West. 
just in time for Zion Williamson to come back and really put him over the top. Markel Folks is another one of those players that we counted out. You see what he's doing for Orlando right now. I believe last time I checked, they were in the seventh seed in the East. He's really playing ball right now. He's shooting it, getting to the hoop, finding his teammates. Who thought he was the quality passer that he is? Damn, that boy can pass, man. And he's really catapulting that Orlando office to the next level. Zo, Brandon Ingram. Zo's teammate. He's a guy that people were starting to say he was a bust with the Lakers. He came in this year. Balling, man. Put himself in a position to be called an all-star this year. I think he is an all-star. What an amazing season this guy's had, man. This guy is hooping, hooping out there, man. And he's really been the guy that the uh, Pelicans are going to down the stretch. A lot of hype this year is saying uh, the, the New Orleans Pelicans front office was saying that this is Drew Holiday's team. They're putting all the pressure on Drew Holiday. Rightfully so because... Rightfully so. I said rightfully. Rightfully so because uh, Holiday's a veteran. He has experience in this league. He's better equipped to handle the pressure. Take it off Brandon Ingram. Take it off Lonzo. Take it off Zion Williams. Put it on Drew Holiday. You guys just be complimentary pieces. Brandon Ingram said, damn all that. Give me the ball. I'm going to put up my shots. And he's been holding it down with Drew Holiday being in and out of the lineup. Dude's averaging 25.6 points a game right now, man. I steal and I block a game. Shooting 40% from the three-point line. He's playing hard out there, man. He's doing his thing. Playing defense. Facilitating 4.4 assists. Really, really impressive, man. When it comes to these young guys coming into the league, man, with injuries being at an all-time high with rookies and young players, or circumstances that I'm not going to get into, really got to be patient, man. Allow these players to blossom. For one, we can't be so quick to judge players that are injured. Zoe's been injured. Markel's been injured. Give these guys some time to figure out their injuries. Young bodies. Trying to adjust to the league. Can't be calling guys bust three, four years into the league. Lonzo's what? Only 22, 23, 24. Relatively very young. Very young in the league. About to reach his prime. He's going to figure it out. He'll be fine. He's only going to go up from here. And he's already starting to make an impact. Markel folks, the same thing. Brandon Ingram. There's a host of other players that we have been quick to write off. I say we because I've done the two. I was ready to say Lonzo Ball is a bust. I told a couple people at my workplace, Lonzo Ball is a bust. Now, this is just a glimpse. Just the 10 games. Just, just, just 10 games. But it's been impressive nonetheless. And he's showing... Yeah.
I'm here. This is the Truth Pickers Podcast with CJ. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> Let's play a game, y'all. Let's play what the hell is Kyrie Irving talking about? <laughs> Kyrie Irving, man. I know y'all heard the quotes, man. He said Brooklyn Nets are one or two pieces away from being a championship contender. And he listed some players and he left out some players. And the media ran with it. And it was crazy, man. But my favorite Kyrie quote from the last little couple of days was this one, man. He came out to defend himself, man. No, Kyrie had to defend himself. Here's what Mr. Irving had to say out for those seven weeks and not saying anything and still people are still saying things about me it's it's inevitable you know they crucified martin luther king for speaking about peace and social integration it was it, you know you could go back to historical leaders and great people in society that do great things and they're still going to talk them. it is what it is like i know what i stand for i'm a great family man i have great values core values this basketball stuff is a game at the end of the day it's dramatized it's entertainment for people and fans i'm a human being at the end of the day i'm gonna keep on reiterating that but like i said my focus is making sure my teammates are great and our organization is at a championship level what bro what are you talking about man Yo, I swear to God, after I heard those quotes, man, I immediately went out to the store and bought me some Kyrie fives. Uh, couldn't get the Kyrie sixes because there was no color rate that I really liked in my size, size 15. But I definitely got me some Kyrie fives, man. I'm going to be those Kyries from now on. I'm going to tell you guys something, man. I think Kyrie is the most intriguing man in the NBA. He's so smart and says a whole lot. At the same time, he says nothing. The man just compared himself to MLK. Martin Luther King, that is. What? Brother. Brother. <laughs> Yo, you're goat, man. You're goat. That's what you do? You compare yourself to Martin Luther King? Man. Listen, man. I think it Kyrie... Is the baby Or is a baby Because there's many of them now He is a baby Of the Kobe mentality Y'all remember that commercial For the Kobe 8 I think it was the Kobe 8 Was Kanye West in it Kobe 8 Kobe's just out there Uttering a bunch of nonsense And Kyrie And uh, Kanye West is just Asking him questions And He's super confused, and at the end he goes, what the hell are you talking about, Kobe Bryant? And Kobe just utters, you're welcome. I think Kyrie Irving is a baby of that commercial. That commercial birthed Kyrie Irving and his whole personality and who he is today. I swear to you, that is Kyrie's father. Straight No lie, man. No lie. I think Kyrie 
I want to look up his age, but I'm not going to. I think Kyrie was like 13, 14 years old when that commercial came out. Or, or just starting high school, something like that. And he absorbed this commercial. I bet you Kyrie watched this commercial like a hundred times. He analyzed, he wrote notes. And he said, yo, I want to be sophisticated like Kobe Bryant by saying absolute nonsense. And maybe in the real world, I'll try this. And people will actually think I'm a genius. I swear he's a baby from that commercial, man. Kyrie Irving, man. Most intriguing man in the NBA. I actually think he's a very, very smart dude. He just lives in his own world. And I can't blame him for being in his own world. The money that he's got. The amount of success he's obtained so early in his career. You got to think, this guy's got a chip already. People forget, man. Kyrie Irving's got a chip. Kyrie Irving hit one of the biggest shots in NBA Finals history. Off the top of my head, it's probably top three. It's right up there with Ray Allen, Jordan Game 6. His shot was big. Top three, top four, top five. Suddenly, top five. Let's just say top five. It's one of the top five shots. I'm probably missing. I'm probably missing some other shots. But it's a big shot. He's been cooking dudes ever since he got into the league. The only thing this man hasn't done is lead a team with him being the one true leader. And Kyrie Irving is just one of those players where by himself he doesn't move the pendulum. He doesn't move the needle. It's very evident. He went to Boston, couldn't do it. Went to, he's in Brooklyn now, can't do it. And Brooklyn's team, to me, Brooklyn has a great supporting cast uh, around Kyrie. I think KD is the piece that will bring it all together. KD really is that piece that will keep it all together, um, that make it all work. Hopefully, the rest of the squad is around him. And none of those pieces are touched. And hopefully, they can add a piece. I don't know how they're going to do it. But hopefully, they can add a piece. Not necessarily an all-star. But uh, someone that can probably move between the forward positions, help play defense. I don't think they got a guy like that right now. Tyrion Prince kind of fits that mold. I take that back, man. Terry on Prince kind of fits that mold. Don't know if he'll be on the court in crunch moments. But they're, they're, they already need a one more guy. And, and Kyrie was right in saying that. Along the one more guy to go along with Kevin Durant when they come when he comes back. But damn, he just made it. He just made it, just made that simple point so much more complicated. And I don't think you need to make that point. Not everything needs to be said to the media. I'm not here to bash Kyrie Irving, by the way, because I think he's amazing. I, I'm, I'm all in for this. If he's going to come out every single week and say some nonsense, and we got to decipher what it is, and I got to hear Skip, Stephen A. Smith, and Max Kellerman decipher and break it down, I'm all in for this. I love it. I love it. Speaking of Stephen A. Smith, do y'all hear Stephen A. Smith is something else? Did, did you guys hear him 
talk about um oh by the way i'm playing i'm replaying this song should play this game i'm i'm just gonna keep it on loop for the rest of this segment um back to Stephen a so they asked Stephen a what would be a good trade for kyle kuzma and they gave him a few scenarios i think they said um I can't think of the guys they said, but they, they, they named out a few pieces. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich from the Sacramento Kings. A few other guys. Some guys that clearly aren't, aren't going to help the, uh, the Lakers really take to the next level. It's, it's not going to happen. No piece that they named in that segment of the show was going to help them take go to the next level. But Stephen A. proceeded to just overlook all those names and not even analyze them. This guy went to Devin Booker. Who the... What? Bro? What? Dog. This guy went to Devin Booker. Suns ain't giving up Devin Booker for no Kyle Kuzma. And there isn't a package the Lakers can put together to get Kyle Kuzma. I mean, to get Devin Booker. Devin Booker is not even a thought for the Lakers. They ain't getting, they're not getting Devin Booker. And the Suns are in a chase to get that AFC themselves. And why would they trade Devin Booker? But it's that it's that media right now, boy. It's that media. And they, they know Devin Booker is on ice right now. His patience is thin with the Phoenix Suns. And if they aren't able to crack the playoffs, they know Devin Booker is going to be contemplating leaving the Phoenix Suns. And the media is just trying to Trying to stir it up. Trying to stir it up. Trying to stir it up. Trying to get Devin Booker to go to one of those major destinations when his contract is up. That was nasty of Steve, of you, Stephen A., man. Nasty, man. You have no business of putting Devin Booker's name in that. None. That was wild. I turned that off. I ended up watching the rest of it at work uh, when my colleague brought it up. My colleague brought it up to me. He was appalled by it. Hey, man. But Kyrie Irving, uh, you ain't got to say what you say. You can chill. Just play ball. I ain't going to break down how you are underperforming and how this team is playing better without you. I'm going to overlook that. If you can keep coming with them Kobe Gate commercial quotes every single week, make me say, Kyrie, what the? Are you talking about, brother? This is the Chief Hoopers Podcast with CJ Gray. Super Bowl 54 is set, baby. February 2nd, Niners versus the Chiefs. February's going to be a hell of a month, man. Uh, we got the Super Bowl. We got the Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury fight. I'm really looking forward to that. I think I'm, I'm anticipating that more than the Super Bowl. Kind of disappointed in the, I'm kind of disappointed in the Super Bowl. I was expecting the Packers to get there. I think the whole world was expecting the Baltimore Ravens to get there. Ah, Mr. Jackson just came up short. He'll be back, though. Best believe that. 
Niners, great all-around team, man. They really got no weakness other than the quarterback position. Chiefs, they got Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, and an all-time offense. It's going to be a good game, man. High-scoring game, I believe. I don't think we're going to see nothing less than 30 points, man. It's going to be a good one. My prediction, I think Pat Mahomes gets it, man. Pat Mahomes is going to get his first Super Bowl. We're going to see the beginning. Of, we're seeing the beginning of a dynasty right here. The Pat Mahomes era. It's here. Oh man, it's here. Don't get twisted, man. Pat Mahomes is for real. We all know this by now. Anybody that watches football knows this by now. February second, man. We got to enjoy the Pro Bowl before then, though. That's that Pro Bowl is terrible, man. Uh, Pro Bowl is going to be next Sunday, January twenty second. NFC, NFC, I don't know. Nobody's watching that, man. I don't know where they're having this Pro Bowl anyway this year. I think it's in Honolulu or something like that. Hawaii, wherever they have it. Uh, I don't care. They should just got the Pro Bowl all together, man. Just uh, announce the Pro Bowl st uh, stars and not have the actual game. Don't waste my time, man. Don't waste the players' time, man. Nonetheless, Super Bowl 54. I got Chiefs. Let me know who you got. Ah. This is the Truth of This Podcast with CJ Gray. This new booty, Tristan Thompson on here slapping ass, slapping ass for fun. Tristan Thompson was in the middle of shooting some free throws after the first one. Jay Crowder's about to check out the game, but he couldn't check out the game in peace. No, 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 no. Tristan Crowder, I mean Tristan Thompson, then proceeded to whisper Jay Crowder's ear. Good work, Bucko. Sized him up real good and gave him my good old butt smacker. Here's what he had to say after the game. Early, um, from your team. Hit the showers, Thompson. Hit the showers. Hit the showers. What, what happened there? Like what Coach Hartman says. Um, nothing, you know, it's a former teammate of mine, Jay Crowder. So we have history, and it was just good. It's just like a little competitive spirit. And they might have took it the wrong way, probably because they might have forgot they, I don't know. We were teammates for half a year, so it's like it's like playing anyone else. Like it was, it was like playing Kyrie or something. It'd be the same thing. So I guess um, they teched us, but I'm definitely calling the PA tomorrow to appeal that. One thousand percent. No caboose can go loose around Tristan Thompson. Nah, nah. Like he said, they did play together for half a season, 2017-2018 season. Tristan Thompson was in a playful mood. Jay Crowder wasn't. Jay Crowder looked back to Tristan Thompson after his ass got clapped and said, and baited the refs into the call in a technical. It was Tristan Thompson setting the technical of the game. Hit the, hit, hit, hit the shower. I never understood why players do this. You know, I'm not a guy that slaps ass. Uh, the last couple of years, I've adopted the uh, slap a high thigh. You know what I mean? High thigh, you know what I mean? Uh, the side of the butt cheek, high thigh. I've adopted that. I slapped that. You know what I mean? Let players know, yo, I see what you did. I see you. Yeah. I see you. 
But the, you know what? You, you know what? This is the. I understand why they slap ass. I understand why they slap ass. Like, I get it. A lot of nerve endings in your book. A lot of nerve it's in your butt. Nerve endings in the butt. Sensitive area. Good old ass slap and get you going. Had my ass slap a couple days ago in a in a in a league, in a basketball league. Put up a three, got fouled down one, made the basket, got up, shot. Let's go. Somebody on my bench behind me slapped my butt. Man, that got me going. So I get it. I get it. I, I, I understand what butt slapping is a big thing in professional sports amongst men. But that wasn't even the craziest butt slapping incident of the week. No, 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 no. Odell Beckham Jr., football player for the Cleveland Browns, wide receiver. Had an arrest warrant out for his ass. They wanted to arrest that man because he uh, grabbed the caboose of a security officer in the LSU locker room following LSU winning the national title. Congratulations to them, man. Congratulations to them, man. Uh, so, yeah, Odell Beckham was out there acting a fool during the game, after the game. Uh, he was out there dancing, cheering on his Tigers, his alma mater. And um, it continued after the game, man. He was out there seeing giving money to the to the players, taking interviews. I'm not sure giving money to the college athletes is allowed. I'm pretty sure the NFL, NCAA, SEC, all of them are going to have something to say to Mr. Beckham. But... Uh, he was doing that. He was acting fool, taking a lot of shine away from the players, man. They played hard, man. They played hard. They deserved the shine. Odell Beckham was not letting him have it. No, 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 no. And he stole all the shine from them in the post game. So the security guard was hackling, hassling a, 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 a young man, a young player. You know, he's just trying to celebrate. Security guard's bothering him. Odell Beckham walked up to the situation. Walked right behind the security guard, sized him up with the dreamy eyes, looking up and down. And come in, come in, I wound up and gave him a big old slap on the butt. Security office, security guard turned around and said, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> OBJ paid him no mind. He just continued dancing, man, rapping right in front of the police officer's face. I'm not surprised my police officer wasn't having it. <laughs> We're back to this police station. So, Yo, get me in an arrest warrant for that boy, old BJ. I can't stand him. The warrant, of course, was rescinded. After a couple of days, the officer, I guess, calmed down. He said, you know what? I don't want to be known as that party pooper in the LSU locker room. I don't want to be known as the guy that slapped OBJ's ass. Or had his ass slapped by OBJ and uh, decided to arrest him. Nah, I don't want to be that guy. I'm going to lay back on this one. I'm going to lay back. I'm going to chill. Good job. Shout out to Tristan Thompson, my fellow Canadian, man. Grabbing some caboose. Yeah. 
friction on so Oh, that song is crazy. This guy said I'm okay, never mind. Stick it out. Even white boys got the shout. Baby got back. What? In this last part of the episode, I talked to fourth year guard from the Laurentian Voyagers, Fafa Cisse. I will do a little trivia and then we'll get into it. Kevin Durant versus James Harden. Who's the best scorer in the game right now? It's a good way to close the episode out. My guy, Fafa, let's get into it. Let's get into it, man. Right, no time. No time, man. Right, you know what this is, man. Yes, <laughs> All right, let's do some trivia, all right? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Question number one. Who is the oldest NBA MVP winner? Is it A, oldest, the oldest of all time? Is it A, Michael Jordan, B, David Robinson, C, Karl Malone, or D, Charles Barkley? Uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go with David Robinson with this one. Honestly, I'm not too sure with this one. But I'm, I'm, I, I, my pick. That's my pick for this one. You're going David Robinson? Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. That's not it, man. That's not the answer I'm looking for, man. It's C, Carmelo, man. Carmelo, man. Carmelo was the MVP winner, oldest MVP winner ever. What age was that? Uh, He was 35 years old. Oh, shoot. I think it was 96. That's impressive. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, man. He was pulling them them Utah Jazz back in the day just to go lose in the finals to Jordan. (laughs) In the finals, (laughs) I hear that. (laughs) I remember that too. All right, man. Question number two. Yeah. I'm going to read out a stat line to you, and you tell me which player it is. I'm going to give you four players. You tell me which player it is, all right? All right. All right. So the stat line is 18, 18.8 points, 3.1 yeah. rebounds, 2.2 yeah. assists, on yeah. 45% shooting from the field, 32% shooting from three, and 88% shooting from the free throw line. Is it Colin My, Sexton? Is this is this this is this is this year? This year, right? This year. Okay, but, this yeah. current year. Is it A. Colin yeah. Sexton, B. Yeah. Derrick Rose, C. Kelly Oubre Jr. or D. Dennis Schroeder? You said read 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 the start line again. Eighteen point eight points, three point okay. one rebounds, two point two assists. 45% field goal shooting, 32% three, and 83 or 88% free throw shooting. Sorry again, but what did you say were the rebounds and assists? 3.1 and 2.2 assists. Um, uh, it's not Dennis Schroeder because I have Dennis Schroeder on fantasy, and he's averaging close to that, but he's averaging three rebounds and three assists. Mm. Oh, that guy knows the stats out here. Okay, so it has to be Colin Sexton, Derrick Rose, or Kelly Oubre Jr. You said two point two assists. Yeah, Colin Sexton, my man. You got that one, man. You got that one. Got that right, Colin Sexton. Okay, okay. For the Cleveland Cavaliers, yo, I read those for you, man. What's what's that? That's fantasy, man. You got to keep up with that kind of thing. Oh, for real, for real. How's your fantasy team doing? 
Oh, man. Well, it was good. So I'm first in my league. Oh, for real? Yeah, but the thing was, I goofed because I averaged. I, no, I'm sorry. I, I drafted Steph to start. Ooh. And you know what happened? Yeah. It hurt my team. But the thing was, I drafted a bunch of like. Actually, no, no, no. Actually, I didn't even draft a bunch of uh, role players. I actually picked them up off the agency. Like, I got a lot of sleepers like uh, Devontae Graham. Okay, okay. Uh, Bam out of bio, having a great year. You picked him off the waivers? Sure. Yeah, waivers. Oh, All waivers. Man. And then I also got, he's injured right now, but I got Rashad Holmes, and he's, he was doing his thing for fantasy, too. For real, for and real, for Sacramento, yeah, Sacramento right? Yeah, no, he's, he's, yeah, Sacramento, he's on Sacramento. Oh, shit. So you were alert out there while everybody was sleeping. Yeah, bro. I was doing my research, man. I had to, bro. My guy, my the guy. The guy was supposed to win MVP this year went down, so I had to do my research. Holy shit. He's still pulling it off. Uh, I'm going to need some fantasy advice from you later on, man. We'll talk about this after. Uh, yeah, say that. <laughs> All right, let's get to question three, man. All right. Who was the 2013 Rookie of the Year? So 2012-2013 season. Was All it right. A, Anthony Davis? B, Kyrie Irvin, C, Blake Griffin, or D, Damian Lillard? Anthony Davis. Anthony, my God, you are wrong as hell, Come on, man. bro. Come on, bro. You wrong, man. It's what? Damian Lillard, what? man. Damian Lillard. When did Anthony Davis win? Anthony Davis never won the M- NBA Rookie of the Year. Who won in his year, then? Damian Lillard. What? Yes, sir. I think Anthony Davis was hurt that year. Really? Yeah, man. He he was the the, uh, number one pick for the draft that year, but Damian Lillard squeaked away with that one. AD was nursing injuries, man. Wow, you're right. I just said you're right. Wow, you're right. Yeah, man. Come on. Of course I'm right, man. This is true Hoopers. Who do you think this is, man? (laughs) Okay, that's a a good question, man. man. I got you on that one, eh? Mm. Yeah, man. I came across that yesterday because uh, I, I thought um, I was looking up Anthony Davis' accomplishments and I didn't see Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I was like, what the? Yeah. You know? So I yeah. searched it up. Damian Lillard, man. That would get a lot of people, man. A lot of people would have Anthony Davis like me right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking, man. Mm-hmm. They're in the same draft class, too, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. AD went number Four. one. I think Lillard went eight. Six. Six. Oh, eight. I thought he was six. You might be right. Hold on. Let me just look it up real quick. Yeah, you're right. Damon Litter was sixth. Sixth, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. He was... Okay. Yeah, man. He did his thing out there, man. Jeez. Clearly. What the... Clearly. <laughs> yeah, end up averaging, what, 23.7 points a game? Jeez. Yeah, man. Matthew Davis was a hurt, though. He would have won that for sure. Oh, for sure. Obviously, man. Then That guy is... Yeah, no that guy is something else, man. It's the longest no human question. being I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I would have problem, man. Oh, Lee. All right, man. All right, Let's bro. talk some real shit right now. Talk. So there's a bit of a debate going on right now. All right. As to who is the best scorer in the game right now. All right, bro. All right. There should be one clear answer, bro. Okay, keep going. Hey, <laughs> apparently it's not. Apparently it's not. People, Kevin Durant got injured. Oh, my goodness. He oh, got injured. People seem to have forgotten, man. Goodness. Oh, and I'm watching James God. Harden right now put up 37.8 points a game oh, right now. Oh, my God. Gosh. Is it James Harden yeah. or Kevin Durant? What do you think? Okay, first of all, let me, let me, let me just, let me, let me, let me answer your question. Right here, because, uh, it just stresses me when you tell me people say this. Kevin Durant's the best scorer to ever play the game, period. Ooh. Period. Kevin Durant's the best player to, to best scorer, sorry, not player, best scorer 
to ever play the game, period. Okay. It's, 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 behind, it's a behind the simple fact. It's behind the simple fact. Okay. Bro, the man is a seven-foot guard. Seven-foot guard. The man lied about his height so that he could play. So he could play a, a, a smaller position. The man is legit seven-foot. What do you... You... You troopers, you guys go audible ball. Yes, what? What's <laughs> your thing over there? What? You tell me. You tell me. How do you stop Kevin Durant? Tell me how. Oh, uh, you can't stop him. You can't. You, you can't. can't. You, you cannot can't. stop him. It's impossible. It is impossible. Think about James Harden. People, people stay sleeping on the fact that the man takes damn near 33, 30, 35 shots a damn game. That's with Westbrook right there, too. <laughs> That's with Westbrook right there. He's taking thirty-five to thirty-seven shots a game, and no one's taking that in, bro. Okay, what was it? Um, I, let me see. I, I don't know if I'll be able to find it, but Trey. It was Trey Young versus James Harden not too long ago. They finished with the, almost the same stat line. Yep. Trey Young took less shots. Yep. Yep. Now, now let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Imagine if Kevin Durant were to take that many shots. Oh come on, he'd be averaging forty. That's what I'm trying to Easy. say. That's Easy. what I try and tell people. And it doesn't help that the man's injured. This was the year to do it on Brooklyn. Especially with Kyrie being out for... I'm not saying Kyrie would have been out for as long as he would if Kevin Durant was playing because obviously circumstances would have changed. Mm-hmm. But imagine if Kyrie was out and it was just Kevin Durant by himself. What? Oh, my gosh. What do you think he would have averaged this year? I think he was going MVP. I, I think he was going MVP. I actually especially, agree with you on that one. Especially how he was coming off of the... Do you... The famous line... Y'all know who I am. I'm Kevin Durant. Y'all know who I am. Kevin Durant said, y'all know who I am. As soon as he said that in the playoffs against the Clippers, oh my gosh. Went to work. Oh my gosh. My word. My goodness. Went to work. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And yo, even Patrick Beverly, probably one of the, probably the most, one of the most annoying defenders probably wouldn't admit to, he wouldn't admit to shit. He would never admit (laughs) his ass getting bust. He's the last person to do it. He's uh-huh. the very last person to do it. And he didn't, he didn't admit that Kevin Durant busted ass. But you saw, I don't know if you, don't, you, you probably saw the interview with him and Lou Will. Yep. He said they tried everything. Yep. He said it. He said, yo, we tried. <laughs> like, yo, like, and they couldn't solve I've never it. Heard, I've never heard an NBA player being talked about like that before. We tried. <laughs> we did everything. <laughs> we threw different sets. We just couldn't do anything. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> Oh man, Come that's, on, man. that's an that's actual my fact. Steal, man. That's my steal for Kevin Durant, man. Kevin Durant, best scorer ever played a game, period. Come right. on, James Harden. Don't be wrong, what he's doing is crazy. It just, it, 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 it's how he does it. It's like you're doing, and don't be wrong, there are nights where he, where he doesn't shoot as much and he's still getting 40, but that's just him being a good scorer. I'm not saying he's not a good, he's a great scorer. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times, it's often like 30, 30, 35 to like 37 shots a game, and people miss that. Well, he is averaging 24.5 field goal attempts per uh, game. He's averaging what? 24 he field goal attempts a game. And he's averaging almost 40, right? 37.8. I'm going to say this, man. Yeah. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Go ahead. Go ahead. James Harden is putting up numbers scoring-wise that KD hasn't mm-hmm. even seen yet. No, he last, hasn't. No. Hear me out. Hear me out. 36.1 yeah. points last year. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, part of being a scorer is being a dog. It's having a mentality like, yo, I'm going to get my shots up. I'm going to get my points. I'm going to just do it. I don't care who's on the court. I'm going to just do it. KD, he's more low-key with it. Yes, he's super efficient. Mm -hmm. And he plays within the team. 
Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have that, yo, I'm going to go get it mentality. You know what I mean? Not on a, every right. single night basis. James Harden does have it. All right. Okay. It's kind of no, it's kind of Jordan esque in the, I'm a, in the I'm a, sense I'm a that, that. I'm gonna I'm counter that. I'm gonna counter that. Go ahead. Go ahead. You you okay? You seen you seen Kevin Durant's circumstances the last couple of years? No. Hundred percent. You've seen who he's played with the last couple of years. Hundred percent. Brooklyn. This was the year for him to show like, okay, I have one. I have I realistically have one other person with me. Mm-hmm. One other person. This was the year for him, but unfortunately, unfortunately, he's injured. He can't show it. Yeah. But you knowing how efficient Kevin Durant is, now imagine with him having the keys to being like, yo, okay, I can basically like this is my this is me. If we if I don't if I don't if I don't score at least thirty, we lose kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just like you, like I know this is all imagination because he hasn't played yet, which sucks. But it's, at the end of the day, you, it can be close to reality considering how efficient he is, and you can put it as reality because he's that efficient. He would have had. He probably would have been averaging almost the same amount of field goal attempts this year, probably around twenty to twenty to to, to twenty three. Yeah, and they probably would have ended up averaging that near thirty. I would say at least I would say at least thirty thirty one to thirty three points a game. That's I personally feel. Yo, Katie has you, never has never shot more than twenty attempts. I've no, never averaged more than twenty attempts in a season. And that's because and that's because in his earlier career he was young. It wasn't like he was like, he. he he didn't develop that mindset yet. And he still had, he had Westbrook beside him. He had Ibaka. He had, like, he had guys that, I'm not saying could take the load off, could take the load off, but they did their things too. They had James Harden too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, guys that, they're, guys that, guys that can do their thing. And he didn't have to be that dog. Mm-hmm. He didn't really have to be. Going same, same situation. He didn't really have to be. And the thing was, the thing was, you kind of saw a bit of it in the playoffs. During that yeah. Houston yeah. series, yeah. during that Clippers series, you saw it. You saw that. I'm a dog. I'm that guy. You saw it, and then he got injured. A thousand even percent. Saw for, even saw it for a bit of a little, a little bit of the Raptors series. I promise you. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, oh my god! That was when nasty, he came man. back, game five. When he came back, the man did not miss. The, the first, <laughs> the first. Oh my! I know Raptor fans were scared. <laughs> Raptor fans said, "Yo, hold on." <laughs> the man came down, tripped. The man came down another trip. Man, did not miss. Like, uh, it was like nine or twelve, something like that. It was around there. Yeah. This is all. He didn't miss. <laughs> I want to ask you. Miss. I want to ask you about that. All right. So yeah. it came up in the Kendrick Perkins KD beef on Twitter the other day. Um, mm-hmm. do you think Golden State would have had the success that they had in the last couple of years, the two titles that they had without Kevin Durant? Um, do you think that team would have? Maintain their momentum from the early success that they, that they had, had and continue on to do the stuff that they did? Mm, yes, only because of what was going on around the league. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, there was still no team that could really, like, that was really, like, like there wasn't, you can argue Houston, I guess, mm-hmm. but I just didn't, like, even with, because Kevin, because, because without like that depends though that also depends where is Kevin Durant at this point you know like is he is he still on OKC most likely yeah if he stayed on OKC okay so then yeah I like I, I definitely like I don't see them winning it as easily like I don't see a four zero like they did to like they like they like they I don't see a sweep mm-hmm. in the finals but I I definitely do see them still 
I can see them still winning the two titles, considering what was going on around them. I just don't like if there was like a if there was like a an LA team like there was now like with LeBron and AD mm-hmm. and without and then they played the Golden State back then without KD. I'm saying saying no. I'm saying they definitely are not winning. You but, think you think the Warriors would have went on to beat the Cavs with the healthy Kyrie, healthy Kevin Love, even after them losing the three one lead. That they had in the the year before, the years before. Yeah, the year before. Yeah. Um, because my, in my personal opinion, the Cavs are in the um the Warriors' head. They had them figured out. They had them figured out. Yeah. I think if they went on to go to the finals the next two years, Cavs would have swept them and just embarrassed them. Like I think it would have been that bad for the Warriors. I I I, I can I can I can definitely see that, especially being the guy that Brown is right. Like I personally just don't think Brown's going on like that twice. Like I just like like I don't so. I, I I agree with you. I mm-hmm. definitely agree that that the Cavs the Cavs definitely would have had their number mm-hmm. at least one of the years. Definitely, de- yeah, that's definitely that's definitely that's definitely the case because like like you said, like you said, they would have had them would have had them figure it, figure it. They would have had them figure it out, especially with a healthy Kevin Love and a healthy Kyrie. Yeah, that was all Brown was really missing. Where that's even it. with Kevin Durant, with even with Kevin Durant there, like Brown had no help. Who was, oh, sure. who, was, who was the supporting cast? Larry Nance Jr. and... Um, <laughs> Jared Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you can't do nothing with that. <laughs> You're done. You're done with that. You can't do anything. I hear you. I hear you. Let me ask you this, yeah. man. It's an old topic, but I uh, want to get your opinion on it because we, we never actually talked about this. Although when we did see each other, we did talk a lot of ball. We just missed on this one. So do you okay. do you blame KD for joining the Warriors at the time that he did? Or what, what, what's your thoughts and opinion on KD joining the team and leaving OKC? Uh, like, him leaving OKC, that's a, a great topic. I've, I've talked about this a lot. But, um, <laughs> like, I, being a, being, a, being a fan, being, like, the number one, being a number one supporter, like, everything being, I support everything Kevin Durant does. Mm-hmm. But when he did that, a part of me definitely felt a way about it. Really? Like, Yes, because it's just like, it annoyed oh, me. It annoyed me a bit. It annoyed me a bit, a bit. Only because it's like, come on. Like, I want you to be known as the greatest to play the game. Mm-hmm. But then you just, you, 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 you stop yourself from entering those talks when you join a team like that. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I understood. I, I, I'm, I'm all for you. Go get your ring. I'm all for that. Trust me. You didn't have a ring at the time. I'm saying, yo, if you if you're ha- if you feel like you'll be happy in Golden State and you feel like you'll be able to get your ring, you'll you'll get your championship, you'll you'll feel satisfied. I'm for you. I'll support Kevin Durant to the end of that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a it's, it gets to that point where I have to constantly argue to people that um that he like people will tell me, oh, he's not one of the best players in the game. I'll say why because he joined the Warriors. <laughs> like that that it just it's annoying. That's just so it's just that part that annoys me. But other than that, I'm completely fine with it. Completely fine with the move. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it's more like I'm more mad from a debating standpoint. Like I the see fact it. that I can't, like I can't really argue for him when people tell me that people say, "Oh, he joined the, he joined, joined the Warriors, seventy three nine Warriors, joined the seventy three nine Warriors." Like, yeah. hey, like he did that, but like, why are you using that to to um talk about his greatness and talk about what he does on the court? To downplay his greatness. I hear you on that. I a hear lot you of people that. do that, but that, yeah, that's my opinion on that. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a Interesting angle you took there. Um, I never actually mm. thought about that. Yeah, that is once you're trying to debate and defend Kevin Durant, people bring that up. It's tough to uh, it, and it's just like yeah, it's tough to argue it. Yeah, me personally, 
I love that he did it because if you looked at OKC's team, let's be honest, mm-hmm. man. Without Russell Westbrook, that's a shit team. Oh, super shit. Without the, the years that he spent there, he was never able to get a, a decent shooting no. guard. The one no, time that Deion Waiters played like an average NBA yeah. shooting card, they were up on the yeah. Warriors 3-1, and then he lost his superpowers. <laughs> Kevin Durant was there when Andre Robertson was there. Come on. Yeah, come on, man. Oh, dear God. Yeah, oh, dear God. <laughs> and, oh, and the next thing God. is, too, the second part about it is, too, like, okay, his mind is made up, he's going to leave. So he got the mm. options out there. He had Washington going back home. He had New York. Mm. He had the Warriors. Mm. Warriors. Had the team that they had, and then they had the salary cap because of the salary cap hike that happened at yeah. that time. That's yeah. a situation that's never happened in history. If no. I have a, if it's like this, I'm working at a job. Mm-hmm. Three other companies come to me like, "Yo, join us," and then one of the companies, like one of the top five companies in the world, it's Disney, it's Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, they got the yeah. money to give me to give me what I need and what I want. Why am Why I not? not joining? Right? Exactly. Why not? But I hear you. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's always going to be an interesting topic to discuss in the it history. It always is, and it's just, and it's just, it's sad that, like, sad that you, it, there's no, like, there is a counter argument for it, but you know people nowadays, like, they just, they want to see, like, I see it as, they see greatness, and they want to, they want to do everything in their power to kind of just, like, bring it down, kind of especially when it's a guy that, especially the guy that he's going up against, mm-hmm. who, who is Braun, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you're yeah. not gonna, you're, you're not yeah. gonna win, bro, yeah. like, Braun fans, Braun fans, <laughs> oh, they, they love the fact that he did that, they love that, because then they use, they use, they, they use it, and then, you can't really say anything to that, it's annoying, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Fafa, it's been an absolute pleasure to do this with you, man. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Um, hopefully we can do this again a couple more times within 100%, the year. 100%, 100%, 100%, definitely about it. My brother, take it easy. All Thank right. you for coming My on, brother. man. Yes, sir. No problem. All right. Thank hold you it down. Me, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast, man. Comment, follow, subscribe, rate, donate. All of that helps the podcast grow, man. Help me help you. You already know what this is, man. This is the Chief Hoopers Podcast with CJ Gray. Peace, love, and blessings. Till next time. Oh girl, 